Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. Hello, Tommy. Hello. <laughs> Our customary <laughs> greeting <laughs> that we've trademarked. Uh, yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well, Tom. What's up with you? Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. I uh, I have a couple of tales. To uh, what to spin for you? Is that to weave? You know that uh, Sonic's ultimate dream is a couple of yes. tails. <laughs> <laughs> One night with tails. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. Um, so I want to tell people right off the bat: get on this Patreon, people. It's three dollars mm-hmm. a month, and we're doing bonus episodes every week. If we were fourteen patrons away from doing another Stand by Your Band Battle of the Bands over for the patrons only, last one we did was super fun. And when we get to uh, 150, we're going to do another one. We're at 136 right now. Maybe 137. I haven't checked in a couple days. But hopefully people aren't falling off. Uh, but bonus episodes every week. And I, here, I'm, I told Tommy before that uh, I have a, a story to tell you guys that I think will uh, inspire. It will show you how much we need your <laughs> sweet cash, your measly sum of $3 a month, which is that I took a Greyhound bus last weekend. Yes. I, I need I we gotta be done with this. Uh, I can't do the it worst. again. It's it's so brutal. I did it. I was between towns. I was in uh New Orleans and I needed to get to Lafayette, Louisiana and then to Houston, Texas, and I was like, you know what? A flight from uh New Orleans to Lafayette is like three hundred dollars for some reason, even though it's only like a two and a half hour drive. And I just didn't. I couldn't rent a car because it's you had to drop it at a different thing. It's a whole pain in the ass. And I wasn't coming back to New Orleans, so huge pain in the ass. And I was like, "Oh, Greyhound bus! It's so cheap. Look at that! I can do that for a day." Then I, I was like, "I have all day." And then my agent was like, "Actually, you have a very important phone call uh, at like two p.m." And I was like, well, "That's fine. My bus is supposed to get in at noon. I'll have plenty of time to kill." Sure enough, I get on the old bus. It's disgusting. And uh, they were doing no. COVID. <laughs> there was the, the only seat left on the bus was this man covered in chocolate. <laughs> and I only know it was chocolate. It was the boy from Matilda. He just yes, ate that big yes. cake. <laughs> he had just finished that cake. He looked very ill. It did not seem like things were <laughs> Uh, Trunchbull was uh, was <laughs> roaming the aisles of the bus looking to beat his ass, but uh, she did not catch up to him, unfortunately. And um, this dude, I know it was chocolate because I watched him eat a melted chocolate bar. Oh and he kept God. doing this weird move where, you know, I don't know if you've been on a Greyhound bus recently, but you have a cup holder on your, on to your right, mm-hmm. and uh, he had his own cup holder. He keeps reaching over my lap. To put shit in my couple. Wait, what? It was one of the most insane That's moves I've ever seen. That's an unheard of move. And I-, I couldn't say, I didn't want to say anything. I was just like, fuck it, it's two hours, I'll be fine. Also, they yeah, they had one COVID protocol on the bus, which is that uh, the front seat of the bus was taped off and said you can't sit here because of COVID. <laughs> every other bus was every other bus seat was wide open. COVID apparently knows better. It, it only wants that front seat. Yes, the um, the Delta variant likes to ride shotgun, <laughs> so that's why you, they had to. But then they realized they oversold the bus, and they just took that sign off of the seat. <laughs> Actually, never mind. Uh, anyway, we get to the stop. That uh, or no, we did. We get to the first stop, which is not my stop. But the bus breaks down, 
I uh, I have to um, make a judgment call because my my phone call was coming up. It was very important, and it was one where I needed them to think that I was not someone who rides a Greyhound bus. <laughs> I needed them to think I was someone uh, of rapport, and uh, I my agent was like, "Do not take this call on the Greyhound bus. That will be very bad. That will be a very bad look." And so. The bus is two hours late. I have to can't. I have to just let the bus leave, and then I had to Uber where I was going. It was brutal, but uh, the joke that I said about it was that uh, I took an Uber from the ground bus, which is a really dickhead move, frankly, because <laughs> it's like being at a soup kitchen and being like, "Oh, the soup is bad. I'm gonna order sushi." <laughs> like, it's because I, you know, I I needed. I believe me, I didn't want to spend the money to take that Uber because mm-hmm. it was a lot, but I it was necessary anyway. Get on the Patreon, people. Get us off the Greyhound. I can't have. I can't be covered in. I was covered in chocolate because that dude kept reaching over me. I can't be covered in chocolate on the bus. Come on, guys. Get on this Patreon. Anyway, that's my little bitch story. And uh, without further ado, I want to introduce our guest. Um, you've uh, you've heard her on this very show before, defending Vampire Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We have Julia Claire on the show today. Woo. Hello. Hi. Hi, Julia. Sorry for telling that long-winded ass story. No, that was so... Oh, that's so painful. I felt like I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, uh, you know, I I, I learned a lesson is the thing. And I I pride myself on, you know, being resourceful and being, like, thrifty, but that was the end of the line for me. I'm I'm only riding first class from now on, so that... (laughs) That's why our patron our Patreon's going up to two hundred dollars a month. Yes. <laughs> well, I had heard bits and pieces of that story, but the part that I didn't hear, which is maybe the most important, is that there was a man covered in chocolate. <laughs> and believe believe me, I was very careful to make sure it was chocolate before sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was fucked up. Yeah, he was. I couldn't believe it. I didn't really notice it at first, and then I was like, "Man, this guy has a lot of chocolate on him." <laughs> it was it was bonkers. Oh my god! How are you doing, Julia? It's hot as fuck in New York right it's now. It's hot as hell. Yeah, it's. Um, I only went outside once today. I went to the grocery store, and it was already like. It was like ten thirty in the morning, and it was already like ninety two degrees. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. Me and Tommy played basketball yesterday, and it and immediately I was like, I am in a bad place. Yeah. This is not yeah. good. And you you guys play so much basketball. Got hey, we got to stay sharp because tryouts for the NBA are every <laughs> season. I know. And, uh, we gotta we gotta be ready. You know. Um, I mean, no nobody leaves it out on the court like Tommy. <laughs> um, he he leaves it all out there. I say this all the time. I love every <laughs> video that Tommy posts of him playing basketball. He just goes to the hoop so hard. You know, I appreciate that. And my, my key to all the aspiring ballers out there is just have nothing else going on. <laughs> you will have so much time to play basketball if your life is empty. <laughs> you will get so much footage of you running around. Uh, here's... Another little, uh, so it's so hot out. We're playing basketball. I got to be honest, my diet has been very poor. Here's so, uh, Julia knows this, but uh, my fiance is out of town for two weeks, and I am living like I'm in a sitcom where I immediately, this has been what I, the first night after she, she left town, I was like, oh, I, 
should uh, order some pizza because, uh, you know, I'm, I was hungry. It was late at night. And the only thing really that made sense was Domino's. And I ordered three pizzas from Domino's. And I was like, oh, I'll just eat this over the two weeks. Oh, <laughs> no. Day, I just eat a little bit of pizza. And it's really gross. I don't like it at all. But, uh, yeah, I was like, that's the – and I, I'm always like, oh, I'll do something else today. And then I get to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do something. I'll just eat a little bit of that pizza. No. Oh, my God, Tom. I'm inviting you over. I can't have you live like this. I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know that it was this dire. It's not good. It's not good. We got to get Antonia back here. <laughs> she would not let me do this. <laughs> No, because she has more respect for your body mm-hmm. than you do. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's true. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not good. I also really fast before we get into what we're talking about. I have. Uh, I feel so guilty because last night I saw you. And we watched the uh, Hawks uh, Bucks game. Julie is mm-hmm. diehard uh, basketball fan, and yeah. Cannot get enough, so she, um, she. I do love basketball. You do? Everyone acts like I. Everyone acts like I don't. I yeah. I used to play. I really like basketball. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I. It, this is. It feels uh, misogynistic. I meant no it, implication that you didn't uh, like basketball. I, I love just basketball. We were hanging out watching basketball, and it was a well. Grand when place. by the time by the time I got there, you guys were just watching the four. Uh, yeah, it was sports over. commentators. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> just, um, it was great, but. Anyway, you I was wearing this the very shirt I'm wearing now, which is a Surfer Blood shirt. And I uh I was like I said I jokingly said that I wore this because I thought because you were like, "Oh, I love that band." And I I was like, "Oh yeah, I wore that because you would uh, say that." And then you were like, "You did?" And then I was like, "No." And then I was like, "I kind of <laughs> did though." I mean, I put it on. I didn't put it on like that, but I was like, "Oh, Julie will be there." I bet she likes Surfer Blood because we have like yeah. the same exact taste in music. Yes. So I did have that thought, and then I totally threw you under the bus, and I don't know why. Yeah, I did you that. bitch. I think I was just like embarrassed <laughs> that I had that thought. Like, what a pathetic thought. Maybe Julia wow. will like this band. Who cares? <laughs> you should care. We d- we no, like all the same like music. That. I just mean like wearing a shirt. It's like wearing a, a the band shirt to the concert or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, server blood rules, but uh, yeah, we have the, a lot of the same taste in music, and that I think brings us into the artists we're talking about today. Oh my god, Lucy Dacus! It is Dacus, oh, right? So yeah. So I was I've been saying Dacus for about twenty years <laughs> since she was born, and uh, I feel like an idiot because I love her so much. I do too. Wait, I'm, I actually might be wrong. I, I think it's Dacus. I think but it I is might Dacus. To, to pull back the curtain, about one minute before we started recording, I had an absolute panic that I was because I've always said Dacus, and I was like, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I need to find an interview with her, and I was yes. literally like running around <laughs> trying to find an interview, and every thing I clicked on said interview, but it was an article, and I was like, mm. well, I'm fucked. Uh, <laughs> so I gave up, and I'm going Dacus, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn it! I was really hoping there was a, a resolution yeah. to this. She, I need you know, you click on the interview, she's just like, I'm Lucy D. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld. <laughs> that that no one so knows. Yeah. I'm Lucy. And then a train just goes <laughs> by. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll go with Dacus. I, I've been saying Dacus. I don't know why. I like the sound of it more, but we're going Dacus. And uh, yeah. yeah, I I love her so much. Um Julia uh, posted on Twitter months ago. I was thinking about this today because uh, somebody tweeted, like, what's the best opening 
lyrics mm. to a song. I can't remember which one you picked, but as soon as I saw that prompt, I immediately thought of Lucy Dacus. I think she has the best, the best openings yeah. of all time. I think the one I picked was I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore. Yes. Right? Fucking song. Um, but, and then you, you talked about uh, Night, Shift. Night Shift. I think which, Night Shift has the best opening of all time. I, I would agree. I, re- I would agree with you. I just think, like, I, I was also, to, you know, because she, her new album just came out. Yes. And it just does feel like all of her songs are made for me specifically. <laughs> like, that is how emotionally connected I am to her music and i get into this i'm i'm also like a really big lyrics person yes me too um yeah i think this is where we line up yes and my boyfriend graham uh is lyrics blind he doesn't give a shit about lyrics and uh, that's he doesn't have emotional uh no things he's kind of a robot he has a blockhead yeah and uh (laughs) yep he's a blockhead blockhead. and you know, I wish him the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was just on. We love Graham. We love our Graham. Well, Graham has only been on once, and I've been on Ooh, twice, true. bitch. You're so twice as good. Twice as good. Uh, yeah, no, but this is why sometimes I'll show Graham songs, and he'll be like, yeah, it's nice. I just don't, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we, we both were, like, talking about how much we love Night Shift, and then he listened to it, and he was like, yeah, it was nice. Uh, and it was like, what the you know fuck? What? I'm gonna, I, I gotta stop the the podcast. I'm gonna go beat his ass right now. <laughs> I'm gonna get him on the basketball court, beat his ass then, and then I'm gonna take him to the boxing uh, court. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. And then take so, him to court uh, <laughs> and sue yeah. his ass. Yeah, and we're gonna, gonna and then we're gonna him. sue his ass. <laughs> I'm gonna get him sent back to Canada. That's how mad I yeah. am right now. <laughs> Uh, should we we should go ahead and hear some of this because I feel like uh, now we're just teasing people and this is uh, an episode where I think a lot of people are not going to know who we're talking about because just based on the comments already and I'm so thrilled that we have the opportunity oh my God. to share this uh, with people because I think that a lot of our listeners are going to like uh, what they hear from Lucy Dacus. Uh, so do you want to hear I Don't Want to Be Funny Anymore first? Did you, I, I yes. know you sent us a list, but I don't know if it's uh, an order that you... We're set on hearing them in that order, or if we just jump around. I mean, we can we can do them. Yeah, we can we can jump around. Uh, I think I think it's. I don't want to be funny anymore. Is the first song of hers that I ever knew and like fell in love with. So, mm-hmm. and it's off her first album. I love it. Uh, so let's do it. Let's do it. Here's I don't want to be funny anymore off of No Burden. I'm 
Uh, so so fucking so good. So good. Mm. Is there room in the band? Oh, I love it. Uh, it's so good. It's You know what I was just thinking now, and I haven't had this thought before, but the bass guitar and the electric guitar are so heavy and her and it's so nice uh it's such a nice contrast because her vocals are so like delicate Mm -hmm. that's so i never thought about it like that before but i love love that. that song that's a great yeah that is a great observation it's true it's like it's so hard and then you're like oh listen to this fucking beautiful voice it's, it's listen to this angel <laughs> angel yeah her voice is like this delicate like it's like a fucking flower blooming in your in your ears it's great yeah she's so good and this was one of those songs that just came up like years ago for for maybe four or five years ago on my you know like on my spotify or something and I was like, who is this? Yeah. And um, first, uh, lyrically, this song, I mean, all of her songs are amazing, but lyrically, this song speaks to me so much. Um, it's so, it's just like such a clear description of being, you know, the funny one in a friend group mm-hmm. or, and just kind of being tired with that role. Yeah. And I get it. <laughs> sure. I get it. That's how I feel with Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I love the line, uh, I got a too short skirt, maybe I can be the cute one. Ah, it's yeah. so good. So good. How does the how the fuck does she do it? It's like I was pissed <laughs> off today because I didn't realize how young she was and this happens to me a lot with like same with like Phoebe Bridgers, uh, oh, or like yeah. Julia Baker, where it's like uh, they're co- they're connecting to me so hard, and I'm a 33 year old <laughs> man. Like this is basically our Patreon. Is for a while it was just me, Tommy, and uh, our buddy Kevin Lopkovich talking about how we these like 24 year old girls will just sing things that are like that's me though. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, have we talked about snail mail, Julia? Oh yeah, we must have. Yeah. I fucking love mm-hmm. snail mail. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. She, I. You know what? I didn't realize how young she was. Yeah, yeah. Either it pissed me off. It's just like it's like every time I look, it's like same with like always and like uh, yeah, snail mail. I was pissed when they were somebody because I posted on Instagram because when when I was in LA, kind of like all I listened to was that one snail mail album just every mm. day I would listen to it. That's how I listen to music is that's what I'm doing with mannequin pussy. Now it's like, I just yeah. listen to them all day and it's all that I listen to. And now I'm doing that with Lucy Dacus again, now that the new album's out, but I just get obsessed. And then, yeah, I was listening to that snail mail and then somebody goes, can you believe she's only 19 when she put that album out? And I was like, oh God, God damn it. What are you talking <laughs> about? I feel so Truly stupid. Horrible. But yeah, it's like when I, good. um, when I looked up, whenever I look up how to tie a tie on YouTube, it's always like a 14 year old boy <laughs> who goes to a boarding school who's teaching me how to do it. <laughs> you should have to leave a comment on those. This is like, thank you, daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like going to my wife's funeral and I'm like, hey, little boy, how do I tie a tie? <laughs> Just picturing 90 year old Tommy watching it. <laughs> Yeah, because because some some artists like read as the, as young as they are. Like obviously Olivia Rodrigo 
sound, like her whole vibe and her sound is like she is 17, mm-hmm. 18, whatever. But yeah, I snail mail was the one for me where I was like, are you kidding? I have like felt too many emotions to their music. Mm-hmm. I mean, for them to be 19. It happens with guys too, where it's like, we talk about car seat headrest on the, we, we used to oh, a lot. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. that dude is young as hell. And I was pissed when I found that out. He's got these like deep ass lyrics that I'm like, how did that, how, how did you do this? Like with Lucy yeah. Dacus. So she's, I believe 26 now. She was born yeah. in 95 and this album, no burden came out five years ago. So she was 21. That's it's insane. Ridiculous. That's, but to be, that's shit that you're like, how did you come to the realization that that's who you are and be able to put it in words like this that aren't yeah. cliched or hacky, you know? There's another song and that's, on this. That's that, the thing. Yeah, she. There are. That is one of the things about her lyrics. There are no like cliches or hack sentiments. She is so. She's such like a gifted writer mm-hmm. in articulating kind of universal feelings in a way that isn't hack. Yeah, it's like she's coming up with brilliant idioms on the fly, like just like little yeah. things that are. You're like, how is that not just part of the everyday lexicon? These, this, yeah. the phrasing that she has, it's uh I want to. So you said that this is the first song that uh, that you heard that popped up on your thing, and you were like, oh my god, what is this? That is what happened to me with the song Night Shift. Although it's possible that either Tommy or Kevin played it on the Patreon before, and I just it just didn't. Sometimes when we listen yeah. to stuff on the Patreon, like uh, it's hard to hear, like because yes. we only listen to like forty five seconds or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And then I forget to write it down. And then this song popped up when I was uh, I, when I was coming back to I was on a long drive and uh, and night shift came on and I was immediately like, what is it like? It's it's so good. So I'm gonna go ahead and put that on. This is uh, this is night shift. The first time I tasted somebody else's spit, I had a coughing fit. I mistakenly called them by your name. I was let down, it wasn't the same. I'm doing fine, trying to. Regaining my self-worth in record time But I can't help but think of your other in the bed that was mine I feel like we gotta get to the uh, when it really kicks in part two Yeah, for sure Come here to sit and watch you stare at your feet. What was the plan? Absorb your guilt and shake hands. I feel no need to forgive, but I might as well. But let me kiss your lips so I know how it felt. Pay for my coffee and leave before the sun. 
Skip forward a little bit yeah. so you hear the. so hard to know where to stop that one because <laughs> and also it's like two different songs yeah. because yeah the way that it picks up like you were saying get to the or like have that part where the guitars really come in yeah. hard and it's like it's so hard because it's the build to that is mm-hmm. so cool and you got to hear the full song it's like a six and a half minutes long song so i highly it's recommend so checking good. out the whole thing because she earns this like just hard come in with the these like blazing guitars that are it's it's so it's so cool um, a number of her songs are like that. They like really change tempo and in in like a cool way, and it does feel like it. It feels cohesive, but it also does feel kind of like two different songs. It's really it's it's so yeah. good because it's like the the guitars uh, the like the way that the music pops in like that. And it just gets hard. It's like that matches the lyrical intensity from before, mm-hmm. where she's like really soft, but and the music is kind of soft. But the thing she's saying, call. It, <laughs> Uh, I love uh, uh, what, uh, call you a bitch and leave. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's like ah, uh, that's one of my Res- favorite. Resist lines. the urge, the urge to punch you in the teeth. Yeah. Call you a bitch and leave. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's. I didn't come here to watch you stare at your feet. What was the plan? Like, Absolve your guilt and shake hands. It's so uh, it's so good. good. Like like beginning to end, it's a lyrically perfect. Song. It really is. Um, I don't think I can think of a better song lyrically. I mean, that's why I said I think out of the gate it punches you. It the song punches you in the fucking yeah, teeth. And for the sure. first time I tasted somebody else's spit. That is such a visceral. Uh, yeah. Like that's just an image that you're like. That's you can just feel all of that. And I had a coughing fit. I mistakenly called them by your name. I was let down. It wasn't the same. It's a perfect breakup song. And it's it's. it's it's, it's, it's a perfect crying alone in your car song because especially like the opening um the opening guitar is pretty muted and also there's no there are no other instruments it's just guitar mm-hmm. at the beginning so there's just like a lot of negative space in the song and it's just like it does feel like being alone in a car on a hot night uh thinking about someone like that uh but yeah i uh i i love this song so much and i haven't even like really experienced something like it but i also i think that that's so cool that it still makes me feel all of these feelings that i like i can't relate to it exactly um but it's just yeah, as you said, it's it's such a 
a visceral song. It's so, like, everything it makes you feel is so intense. And that's why when my boyfriend said, it's just nice, <laughs> I was like, I'm okay. I'm pissed. It's, I'm pissed. It, I've listened to it so many times. It's probably my most yeah, listened too. song of last year because uh, I just would not stop listening to it. And it never gets old to me. Even just now, I had trouble turning it off because it's like yeah it's every part is so good uh it's i mean yeah it's the the line uh i can't help but uh think of your other in the bed that was mine and she says it so softly and it's so heartbreaking it's it's great yeah Uh, and i also i love the like passivity of it too mm -hmm. i love like i feel no need to forgive but i might as well Yes, like the the kind of like exhaustion of that. I lo- and that's the- exactly it. Exhaustion. Yeah, just like fuck it. And then also, uh, when it jumps to uh, let me kiss your lips, so I know how it felt. It's like yeah. Oh god damn. It's yeah. Just like fuck it. I'm over it. Kind of. And then the whole print. The you got a nine to five, so I'll take the night shift. So our lives are just never yeah. at the same time. It's like, uh it's so good. That is, uh, that might be, it's, it's one of my favorite songs and it's hard to be like this song that came out like what, three years ago or something like that is my favorite it, no, song it, of all time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But it's up there. She, she, it, it definitely is up there. And she, uh, Lucy Dacus herself tweeted about how it was recently five years since she wrote the song. Yeah. And she was like, and it does feel like a cover. Wow. Oh, now. I That's love great. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the line. I, I in case you didn't hear it, because I that's what we skipped to. But uh, she says, uh, "In five years, I hope the songs feel like covers dedicated to new lovers." And uh, yeah, it's it's like about getting like just letting time wash away. Yeah, uh, the feelings about this person that it was so real when it happens. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's so good. So good. She's just way ahead of her. She's like wise she beyond is. her fucking age. It's insane. And also, I, you know, we can't we can't talk about her without talking about Boy Genius, yes. obviously, which is the the group that she is in, the super group um, that she is in with Phoebe Bridgers and Julian Baker. And I was talking to Tom about this last night that Phoebe Bridgers is actually the last of them that I knew mm-hmm. uh that i like discovered who they they were julian baker was first because i saw her tiny desk concert and in, in like 2015 and she just was so incredible um and then i heard like a year later i heard i don't want to be funny anymore um and yeah i think that i think lucy is the most underappreciated of the three and i think that she is like actually the powerhouse of the cell (laughs) (laughs) she is my favorite of the three yeah but i mean obviously you know i I love love phoebe Phoebe and 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 julian but if um talk about young girls who make me feel so much (laughs) yes oh my god uh should we go ahead and hear because you put one boy genius song on the playlist right yeah, I was stuck between Souvenir and Me and My Dog, but I ultimately I, I'm chose happy with your choice. I like both those souvenir. songs, but I, I, think do you, too. I think you made the right choice. Yeah, um, I love Souvenir. Let's go ahead and hear Souvenir. This is 
Ah, uh, this is this is another one that's just jam packed with lines that are so good. And then the, I know uh, the, it's so good. All right, here's who the three of them together. Unreal, insane. Thing the guitar does here is like my favorite thing. Sounds almost like a mandolin. Oh, that's yeah. What is it? Is that a what is that? That I don't know. I, I love that song. It's so good. Tommy, do you know what that is? What? It does sound you know like what a that mandolin. Instrument is? Um, yeah. It does. I can't it like tell if it's yeah. just... Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I just saw your note here. <laughs> I'll skip forward. We'll play you know, we'll it. It was the part you just ended that. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. you just started singing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, let me play that, and then we'll just... It's fine. It's, we'll, yeah, it's just, just like a... It's, it's a short song. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, good. Uh, I, I got lost in the song. Yeah. I should have looked that up before too. And obviously I meant to do that they're last all involved. Night. Yeah, What's that? And obviously all three of them are involved in every sure. part of it, but it's just yeah, yeah. But that's her it's, main and that's yeah, my favorite part good. too. It's yeah, but I was just I the, I'm obsessed with her voice. Yeah. I'm obsessed yeah. with her voice. The like, the tone of it is so like rich and warm and clear. I love I just so love good. I love her so much, and yeah, all three of them are like 
lyrical powerhouses yeah. in their mm-hmm. own their own right. Um, that line when and you I cut do, a hole into my skull. Do you hate what you, you hate see? What you like see, I do. Like I do. Uh, brutal. <laughs> so uh, I've, I've talked about this on the show before, but I saw Point Genius live, and it was like top three shows I've ever been to in my whole life. Um, and the whole show is on Brooklyn Steel. So if you're liking what we're listening, the whole show is on YouTube from Brooklyn Steel. Uh, Pitchfork. Oh shit! Kid really? Thing. Oh my god! So it's like one of my favorite concerts oh, I've ever been to, and you can just wait, watch you know it what? Uh, if you want. No, that's so. Tr- I think I have watched yeah. it, and I've also wa- because I I did go down a hole of all the videos of the three of them live together. I have. I definitely have seen yes. that. And they, I think they did a a longer set on KEXP. Mm-hmm. Um, that is also so good, and yeah, I I do love. I love all three of them. I I think that this song is like so devastating in so many yeah. different layered ways. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I yeah. you know what line I always get stuck on though is because uh, I think it's 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 probably Phoebe Bridger's part. It's the part where she's like, uh, I always managed to move in uh, ne- right next, right to, right next to, a to cemeteries and never far from hospitals. I don't know what that says about me, and it's like. Yeah. I don't know what that says about you either. Like, <laughs> what does that say about you? Like, what, did, a, what does that tell you about me? Uh, a, I don't know. Some, some weird stuff. You got a weird real estate agent. <laughs> a spooky real estate agent. Um, yeah. It's crazy, though, if you think about, because they, they did all that stuff. They did all the Boy Genius stuff. They put out the EP. Every song's great. And, they, and then the, th- the albums that each of them came out with afterwards in the last couple of years are all their best albums. I mean, that's yeah. debatable, yeah. but it seems like them working with each other just like made them all better in a way. It probably they've sa- well they've yeah. said they've said as much. Yeah, it's probably some like I mean there's got to be some like competitive spark too where you're like oh I'm surrounded by the such talented people and it makes you raise your bar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, can I can I share in a safe space that I didn't love Julian's latest album? Oh, uh, you didn't. Damn, I, really I have not really listened oblivion. to it that much. Yeah, I put it on I, once. It didn't uh, stick for me, but I wanted to try it yeah, again. Yeah, and also I think she's like, she's trying some things vocally that are a little distracting. Um, but yeah, I and also I love. I just I, I loved Phoebe's uh, Phoebe's last album, Punisher. Punisher, so so good. Um, and Lucy's album is incredible too, but I will, yeah, I completely agree. Every song in the Boy Genius EP is a, a hit. Yeah. <laughs> so Me good. and My Dog is also so good. I love, it's a very lyrically complicated song. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah, that one, that also has one where when it really kicks in, it's like, damn, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes you want to scream. And you get to hear Phoebe Bridger's belt, which you usually don't. Mm-hmm. And she, she does it. Yeah. She can do it. Um, by the way, that song I just read, I didn't know this before. That's a, that was a Julian Baker song that she brought, but she didn't, she didn't show it to them for the first couple of days of them working together. Cause she didn't think they would like it. The song souvenir. Oh wow. And it's like, Oh my God. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, but also yeah. it is my favorite song of their, of what they put together. Um, yeah. So good. All right. I mean, yeah. Ju- Julian is like, a she is an, an incredible lyricist, incredible writer. Yeah, I like her sure. sound, like her voice a lot too. We talked about it on the show, but she does a Jawbreaker cover that's like I like it more than the original of um, 
Oh shit! Which song was it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> You'll yeah. just look. Oh, up I forgot to I forgot to bring this up, but Lucy Dacus also does an incredible cover of "Dancing in the Dark." Yes, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. The, Bruce, the Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. song. That's interesting. And it's so good. Um, I gotta check that. I out. have to bring something up because I <laughs> just found it out before the show. Is that Lucy Dacus? Uh, uh, has one very interesting fan, uh, and it's Tim Kaine, <laughs> former vice presidential <laughs> candidate Tim Kaine. Uh, in September 2016, uh, Tim Kaine said in an interview that Dacus was a new favorite. In a 2019 interview, Dacus revealed she attended kindergarten with Kaine's daughter, and she considers him to be an old family friend. So that wow. is oh an God. insane fact <laughs> that I had to bring in at some point. That is wow. so weird. I know. It's just bizarre. But <laughs> That's it. That feels like a name out of like a bad dream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like... Some some might say it is. <laughs> I do think that if more people knew about the connection, we might not have had those Trump years. I think I don't think we would have. <laughs> I don't think they would have people would have been like, I'm with her, but they meant <laughs> Lucy, Lucy Dacus. <laughs> <laughs> they're supporting Tim Cade because he's a Lucy Dacus fan. <laughs> and they're wearing I'm with her shit. Uh, that would be a great merch. I'm with her, parentheses, Lucy Dacus. <laughs> Lucy Dacus. Oh my God, I would buy that. I am 100% serious. I would buy that. I'm with but. her, parentheses, Lucy Dacus. Vote for Tim Kane. <laughs> <laughs> vote for Tim Kane, which means vote for Hillary Clinton. It's the yes. most complicated It's a shirt long shirt. <laughs> it's a really long shirt. Everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah, you get down far enough eventually. <laughs> You've alienated every person. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> what a fun fact. That is a fun fact. I looked up Lucy Dacus' fun facts. That was not on there, and I'm kind of pissed. Well, unless <laughs> some crazy Tim Kaine fan edits her Wikipedia <laughs> and just was like trying to force it. <laughs> That is so funny to have on your Wikipedia. That's beautiful. All right. Mm. Okay. Well, shall we? Shall we hear another song? Um, you put. Uh, let's let's go backwards before we go to the new album because two songs okay. are from the new album. Yeah. Um, and I kind of the last like, one is yours and mine. Yes. So I kind of like doing a little bit. Uh, uh, chronological. So from uh, so night shift is from the album historian. As is this song, yours and mine. Here is yours and mine.
I forgot so about good. that one. Uh, it's yeah. so good. I think that's part of the reason why I picked it because I think it gets uh, gets lost in the shuffle of a lot of her songs, and it's so and it's kind of that thing that I was talking about before that it's like two different songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I love that the up tempo part is almost like a little honky tonk. Yeah. You know, it's like so. It's. I was trying to think of the song that it reminded me of, but it was like some pop country song that it reminded me of a little bit. I think she does a really good job, like seamlessly genre mixing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That song gets me fired up. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Uh, sorry, I'm going to the Yankees game tonight, and I've got now those all these logistics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, and the way she does the breaks in that song is so cool. Just those little moments before it kicks in, she, it's just like really yeah. well written and produced. Uh, and also, she's just she's vocally so gifted as well. I just think she has the coolest voice. I love a woman with a low register. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I was gonna myself. say, why is that? <laughs> Where did you get that Sounds idea? <laughs> Yeah, so I I I love that too. Like I I really can't sing a lot of uh, I, I don't even try to sing a lot of Phoebe's stuff because she's her voice is too high. It's very tough. Um, but this is I feel I feel comfortable in in Lucy's register. During the pandemic, I was when I was dreaming of things opening back up, and specifically uh, Cobra Club karaoke, which I will be. Oh I'm God. doing Cobra Club on Friday, and Ooh. I think the karaoke is back. And I remember just dreaming of like singing Lucy Dacus songs, and then I thought about it at the end. And I was like, There's no fucking <laughs> way I'm going to do that. Him <laughs> like, doing all six minutes bummer. of night shift. <laughs> As people leave the room one by one. I definitely still want to do it. This is why Antonia's karaoke nights are great, because it's like you kind of can be self-indulgent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's that is like one of those things that that's such a pandemic dream where I was like, yeah, yeah when the world opens back up, I'm going to do it all. That <laughs> 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 minute Lucy Dacus song that will bum everyone out and be like, and people will be like, who the fuck is this weirdo <laughs> doing this? He was like shouting between lyrics. Like, did you hear that part? Did you listen to hear that line? <laughs> Check out these lyrics. <laughs> Wait, let me turn the screen to you guys. Cause I know it, <laughs> but you should read I know. it. You guys need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my right. god! 
Um, okay, we have two more songs here, and they're both off of the new album, which is Home Video. It's really good, and uh, the first one we heard... Actually, were both of them singles? Did I can't remember. There were like uh, four singles for this album. There was yeah. a lot. Which so is, it's like yeah. they, were, they were both singles. That's what I thought. Okay. So, but I think VBS was before Hot and Heavy. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hear uh, VBS then. If, um, but I, actually, do you mind if we play Hot and Heavy first? Just cause no, no, no. I mean, Hot and Heavy is the first the track off the album. Off the album so. so I think that it's... And it's great. Yeah, it's so good. All right. Here is Hot and Heavy. me hot in the face, hot blood in my pulsing veins, heavy memories waiting on my brain, hot and heavy in the basement of your parents' place, you used to be so sweet, now you're a firecracker on a crowded street, couldn't look away even if I wanted, try to walk away but I come back to the start. I love that so much. Also, that ending, the the bells that come in. I'm, I'm going to skip r- forward a little bit here. Oh, oh, I love this part, too. Yeah, we can listen to more of it. Production value on this album is clearly like, up, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. From from historian, um, the thing that I was I listened to this song so many times, and when the like the bells come in, like do 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 do, it yeah. reminded me so much of like Death Cab for Cutie, yeah, yeah, and um, a little bit of like maybe Keen. Oh yes, yeah, I remember Keen. 
Um, that was vice president, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keen. Yes. I was like, I was very obsessed with Keen for a minute, and there was like one album I remember. They they did SNL, and I that's how I found yeah. them. And I was like a high school like a uh, softy, and somewhere only we. Know. <laughs> only we know. Really, yeah. I mean that song. I was I was actually thinking about that song today for for this reason. That is. That song is undeniable. Oh yeah, it's a great song. It's a great. I think it was um, weird that SNL had them host and musical guest. Like I get having them (laughs) perform, but like they weren't that funny. Certainly weren't funny. (laughs) They were not that. They didn't seem to be that big at the time. But SNL was really drawing its straws. I've had like a very bad phase lately. Of so last week, my favorite music writer is this guy Stephen Hyden, and he put out an article last week where he. well, first of all, he was talking about uh, Lucy Dacus a lot, and he said something similar to what you just brought up. Where he he said he always thought she was the best writer of the three of Boy Genius, and he was like, "This album is the first one where the uh, production like really caught up to how good of a songwriter she is," yes. which I totally agree with, and I think that's yeah. so true. But also, he wrote something about Death Cab for Cutie <laughs> recently, and I've been getting every time I'm like drunk walking home now, I listen to Death Cab for Cutie, and it's very really? it's a bad habit, and I have Dude, to stop. We it. need to do a Death Cab. <laughs> So yeah, it's insane. Have you guys not done? done have you no, not we done never a Death did, Cab yeah. episode? No, a couple people had pitched it early on, but we didn't want to make it like an early, early episode because yeah. this we started the podcast like four years ago, and it feels yeah. like even in that four years, somehow Death Cab has like rang corny. Where I didn't feel yeah. like that four years ago. Yeah. I thought that they still had a lot of hit, like hip cred. Like it just it seemed like they because they. I feel like their last album, or the Narrow Stairs album, maybe got mm-hmm. like good enough reviews that I was like, I don't know if they fit. And yeah. then now I feel like we're at a point. Where we, we could definitely do, do it. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I'm curious because I think about that sometimes. They were like, they were another band that I went through a phase of like, this is all I listen to is yeah. Death Cab. Mm. So it would be, it would be fun to do that. I would love to. Yeah, do that. I said it last week. I saw them three times in a year once. <laughs> like I was oh, so what? all in on Death Cab, <laughs> and uh, yeah. The, I feel very embarrassed walking around, like <laughs> screaming along the sound of settling. <laughs> I no, I was I was listening. I was listening to them last Hell night. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Yeah, on my walk over. That's wild. Look at that. They're in the they're they're in the air. Mm-hmm. I just want to really fast say so. Hot and heavy, great song. As soon as it came, like as a single, I was like, I am all in on this. It's mm-hmm. a great song for summer. It's got like a fun upbeat thing going, and this nostalgic being a kid, like. A like yeah. coming of age like kid who's like, you know, starting to have the hormones cooking or whatever. <laughs> but this is a song where she so easily when I when I heard the way she was, she framed this lyrically. I was like, I can't believe that this isn't this doesn't feel cliche at all. The just describing this person, the yeah. you were always uh, wait. What was the uh, I. I love that. How did I believe I had a hold on you? You were always stronger than people suspected, underestimated, and overprotected. It's, oh, yeah. it's so good. Um, so good. She did a pitchfork interview where they kind of asked her what each song is about. And to kind of paraphrase, she said she started writing this about like an old friend that she grew apart from. And then she kind of realized that she was actually writing it about herself, which I thought was really mm. interesting. But she kind of kept it third person because she says she oh, like never wow. feels comfortable talking about herself like that. Uh, so I thought that was I really interesting. That. Yep. Hmm. Wow, that's so good. Oh, also, yeah one of one of her songs on the album is like is a third person perspective where like she's a mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Yeah. I was listening to that on the way to uh, to Graham's last night. Uh, yeah. It's so, uh, so good. 
But yeah, that's a weird. Oh, I think that one's th- that's that thumbs. One? What's that? I think that's thumbs. Oh, the song thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a weird one. Let me just hear that for a second. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this song fucked me up. Uh, cause it, I, yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard song for me to listen to because it's yeah. like, uh, you know, I hate my father. <laughs> like any father figure <laughs> I've ever had in my life uh, is a piece of shit. So it's like that one. Uh, check that one out. I can't listen to it right now, but yeah. it's, uh, it's good. It's uh, it's just about a deadbeat dad who comes to town and expects yeah. uh, to be treated like And she dad. put like, she, in the, she, it's like in the third person and she is like playing the or she's speaking as the mother yeah. of this like adult child mm-hmm. and the the chorus is i would kill him if you let yeah, me i would, I would kill him my, uh, quick and easy yeah i would kill him quick and easy and it's like mm-hmm. it's it's like i've expressed similar things about uh, family <laughs> members so i was like <laughs> i was like this is too vis- like this is like a lot <laughs> um well, from I, yeah. one song that is too close to home for Tom uh, <laughs> to another that is too close to home for me. <laughs> yes, uh, let's do it. So this next song, the last song on the playlist is VBS. Let's hear VBS. The And VBS is, of course, a K-pop group. Vacation Bible School. Oh, I thought it was for Vanga Boys. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. In the summer of 07, I was sure I'd go to heaven, but I was hedging my bets at VBS. A preacher and a teacher told me I could be a leader, taught me how to build a fire and to spread. Everybody 
makes your heart beat fast and loud. Ah, it's so hard to turn it off with her because it's like every line is so good. It's this whole song. Well, when the minute I heard the opening lyrics, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is about me specifically. Um, I was a Bible teen as well. Mm-hmm. And I, when I tell you, the visceral reaction I had to this song was overwhelming. I think every line in the song is perfect. And I think if you're comparing, again, her lyrics are so, they're like clear, but they're subtle. You know, it's like, you know how I will, I will follow you into the dark. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty kind of hits you over the head. Yeah. Uh, it's like very obvious. Mm-hmm. Like this is a similar situation, but it's so much more poetic. Yeah. It's rich. And yeah. I mean, there's like uh, obviously the message of it all and the the sentiments expressed are so good but then you also have some like you know sedentary secrets like peach pits in your gut mm. locked away like jam jars in the cellar of your heart like fuck me <laughs> up. I, I i i don't know um and then you know talking about like what she's talking about is is christianity mm-hmm. and uh, this particular kind like vacation Bible school is particular to uh, like evangelical Christianity. And, uh, you know, her saying, like you say that I showed you the light, but all it did in the end was make the dark feel darker than before. Yeah. And that's like, so that hit well, me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, no, that is, uh, that is some good ass writing. I also love, it's just a, like a sweet, but also f- like I, I love your poetry was so bad. Yeah. It, it took a lot. It took not a to lot laugh. to not laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you guys is, have to uh, write poetry in grade school? Did you guys have to do yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I like had mine saved for a long time for some reason in my house, mm-hmm. and it was like literally the most humiliating thing you could ever do. <laughs> Can I tell you? I want to read. Oh, no. I want to read your poetry. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. The collection was called "Welcome to My Web of Lies." <laughs> And I was about maybe 11 or 12 when I wrote that. So I don't know what lies I was telling, but uh, it was a true story. And there was a drawing of a spider web on it. Oh, my God. 100% true. That is incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, that's the hardest one. Welcome to my web. I was. I thought that I was gonna have. I mean, mine's bad because I was in high school when I wrote this, but I also had a little book of poetry. I had so I. I have two poetry things. I can't remember if I've told this story in the podcast before, but just in case, I'll make it quick. Which is that I wrote a collection of poems and I named it a "Swallowed in the Sea," which is a Coldplay <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Coldplay song off of X and Y. Uh, very sappy. And then I. I also saved it where I like. In my first college apartment, I had my poetry and my short stories uh, hanging on my walls. I like printed (laughs) them out on paper and I I, like had them all over my walls. It was so (laughs) pathetic. And then I also I made a they made us write poetry in one of my classes in middle school, and I 
they said I got a letter in the mail saying that my poem was to be featured at a Whoa. poetry reading, and I was like all honored. And I, I, it turned out that they had sent that message to like all the kids oh, who submitted, no. and so I showed up to a Borders bookstore and read. This woman was like doing this really like heartfelt poetry shit. Like there was like adults. It was all adults. I was the only kid who showed up, and then I read my poem, which was just a play on words about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I travel, but I stay on the court. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope you were wearing like a beret and a black turtleneck. <laughs> I, I wish it was. I was like, I th- that I did picture. I was like, I guess this is gonna be my life now. Like, I'm, this is the first place that's accepted me and then it was really really embarrassing wow um all right that is the playlist uh we do have one more segment to get to jared did not have thoughts he doesn't know about lucy day because i told him today that he needs to listen uh to her as i said you don't have any thoughts on lucy Dacus, right and he said none period <laughs> um, harsh and uh yep harsh he doesn't know who he didn't know who she was though but now he will um all right, so as always, we go to the Peanut Gallery to get their thoughts on who we're talking about. Uh, I posted that we're on, on Patreon that we're talking Lucy Dacus with Julia Clare. He said, I had not heard much of her. Uh, JV says, I had not heard much of her work until I decided to check out the new record a few days ago. I'm in love with it. Thumbs was so upsetting and relatable that it almost made me yeah. resent Lucy for having written it, but I can pretty much guarantee I'll be going back to that song for the rest of my life. Plus, the extremely endearing end to Going, Going, Gone helped soothe the hurt. Anyways, one of my favorite records of the year, and I look forward to getting into her other stuff. Sorry that I don't have any cool porta potty sex stories this time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that last time, JV. Uh, and that is, uh, yeah, I mean, Thumbs is, uh, like I said, it's a lot. And uh, I really love the song. Nick Clerkin writes, Lucy, the fuck is that? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Somebody who doesn't know who Lucy Dacus is. And uh, Dan Clark writes, Hot and Heavy is a perfect summer song. Yeah, I it really is. Um, do we have any on the Twitter, Tommy? There's a couple, yeah. Uh, Payton says, Lucy has an incredible ability to make her music simultaneously intensely intimate, but universal enough to resonate with nearly everyone. No matter, how, yeah. no matter who you are, you can apply her songs to fit your own life and experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a great comment and um, Tyler Snodgrass friend of the show wrote yeah. she's great Some finally someone singing about VBS <laughs> uh, so I guess he must have yeah. done it yeah and again I do think that it is about the Venga bus which is coming mm-hmm. it is and everyone is jumping <laughs> New York <laughs> to San Francisco <laughs> Uh, also, I I love your your poetry was so bad it took a lot to lo- not laugh is so good because it just makes me think about how like a lot of Christian music is really bad and yes. we like and you're just kind of expected to not comment on that <laughs> right. uh, when you're when you're like when you're evangelical you're just supposed to be like. Wow, what a gift to the Lord. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Lord will be returning that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, we have a few comments here on the Facebook. George Gordon, friend of the show, says, can't wait to listen. 
Uh, Ethan Masters says, Lucy Dacus is such a jam. I didn't know about her until I saw her collaboration with her, Phoebe Bridgers and Julian Baker and Boy Genius. I listen to her when I'm riding my bike or walking around outside. <laughs> Those are two ways to listen to music. Uh, if you want to be sad and look outside your apartment building smoking weed and drinking tea, which for me personally makes me throw up, but it's worth it, she's your <laughs> artist. <laughs> All right, that's a lot there, Ethan. I would if uh, I wasn't low tea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay Tanner says her new album is great. That's all I got. Well, that's all you needed. Hell to yeah. Um, yeah. Mitchell Potts says, great lyricist, great voice. She fucking rules. Totally. She really yep. does. No, um, no better way to put it. Uh, no notes. Keep going. I, do, I just had to say this because I just remembered that I was mad about it. The fact that the, the Pitchfork didn't give it best new music. Fuck off. Maybe oh, they so didn't? Mad. No. Oh, that's They sucks. gave it a good rating, but it was just like, just do the damn thing. Would they go it? to like 7.8 I think it was like a 7.6 like maybe. Yeah. I hate that. Her um, album did the new album did just crack the top forty in the UK. Hell yeah! Wow, it's her first awesome. top forty top forty record. Seven point seven. So yeah, hell yeah. Um, last one I'll say here is Kristen Lundy uh, says, "OMG, I love Lucy. She's great for melancholic <laughs> apartment cleaning playlists. So true. I love this Lucy. Wow, that yesterday. is so." That's so true. Mm-hmm. That's the one. That's what you got to use her for. Is, You're uh, sad and you need to clean. You got to clean. <laughs> you got to clean. You got to do it anyways. Um, yeah, you got to do it anyways. You might as well uh, throw on throw on some Lucy. All right, that um, that wraps up the peanut gallery. We got our we're at our last segment here, which I don't even think we need to rate this playlist. I don't think yeah. that makes any sense. But what we will do is let you give your final thoughts on Lucy Dacus, Julia. What do you got? Okay. I feel, and this is going to sound really overstated, but I do feel that my life is richer for <laughs> knowing her music. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I don't, again, I do feel like she makes music specifically for me, but as has been pointed out, like she, a lot of people feel an intense connection with her music. I just happen to be like, a former Bible teen who feels weird about sex (laughs) 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 as she, as she expresses. Um, So yeah, I just, I think that I I really, I just, I can't wait to see what she keeps making. I think it's like, as we said, she is upsettingly young and she like the album that she makes when she's 30, I can't fucking imagine how good it's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think well put, and uh, I'm excited to to find that out as well. I wonder, is she coming to Brooklyn anytime soon? Oh, I don't know. We have that to go be, if she go. is. We should go. Yeah. We'll do a Patreon live report after <laughs> from the line. But I just want to say, because I thought of this joke, that uh, call us Ricky Ricardo, because we love Lucy. <laughs> and, oh, my God. There it is. There it is. I th- yeah, I think that's... Uh, that's that's a great way to end this episode. <laughs> um, we love Lucy, and she does have some splaining to do. How is she so young and, uh, and so talented? All right, uh, Julia, thanks so much for being on the show. Is there anything you'd like thanks to promote for having me. on the way out here? Um, I, you can find me on Twitter at, at OJuliaTweets, OHJuliaTweets, and I have a podcast called Reply Guys with, Kate Willett, who mm-hmm. is another comedian. Hell yeah. We talk right. about political stuff if you're into that. Get in if there. I not, mean, we gave God the bless. people a taste of political humor today. <laughs> they, they, Absolutely. 
Uh, I think the crossover episode worked out well. And, uh, <laughs> this is great. Oh my god. I'm on Lucy Dacus's website and she has I Love Lucy merch. Oh, there you shit. go. Mm-hmm. That's sick. But we she doesn't have that. I'm with her yet, so we have something to pitch her if I we think meet her. We gotta make this shirt. We un- we we I think we show up to her live shows. We set up our own merch table. Artists artists <laughs> love when you do that. They're like, that's so cool. You're making money Wait, on it. She might she might be the only artist I've ever seen whose merch includes turtlenecks oh, wow. wow that's so funny that is perfect. that's so that is on deeply me that is so, <laughs> so this funny. is this is only further proving that she and i we would be friends i think i love it i think you're right uh all right guys we got to get out of here thank you so much for listening get on the patreon it's only three dollars a friggin month and uh come to good god at uh, the sultan room july 7th Tommy, Tommy and I will be in Boise, I think, in September. September, like 23rd to 25th, yeah. Yeah, so come to that. We're doing a live Stand By Your Band and uh, and some stand-up and stuff. And uh, Yeah, Tommy, anything else? Uh, me and Luke Monez are doing another show at Union Hall in July, July 23rd. First one sold out, and I would love to do that again. So <laughs> come yeah. to that. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks again, Julia. Keep it crispy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.